Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to my Good Nanny Radio, MGN Radio, the best show on Blog Talk Radio for family information and entertainment. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, and welcome to our podcast, MGN Podcast. My name is Miss Tasi, and today is Thursday, June 29th, and I'm super excited because today's show we have Miss Mikey. And um, you know how I always give everybody a fabulous introduction. Um, I got to pay some bills. So we're going to come back. We're going to chat with Miss Mikey. I wanted to say thank you to everybody who came out to Dare to Aspire in Houston. It was everything, you know, um, incredible. Check out some of the pictures and videos by using the hashtag Dare, the number two, Aspire. Okay, so that's Dare to aspire. Um, and it was really, really great. And we honored some amazing women like Miss Mikey. And um, it was just, it was just empowering, moving, inspiring. So I want to say thank you to all our listeners that had a chance to come to Houston. All right, we'll be back in less than one minute. And um, with our guests. So stay tuned. Thank you. When we travel, we depart on a new adventure. Yet the last thing we want is to be worried about our itinerary or directions on how to get to the places we want to visit while on our trip. Now you can enjoy traveling and touring at a whole new level with Preparture. Preparture is available for free on Apple and Google Play Store. Easily create plans, itineraries, and visit places according to your day-to-day schedule. Choose different places based on your interests to know the estimated time to arrive, stay, and leave each place, thus enjoying a full daily experience. Experience a new destination with Preparture. Plan, organize, schedule. Hair Yum is the fastest growing vegan hair care product on the market. Hair Yum can transform your hair with one wash. Cleanse with no harsh chemicals, sulfates, or detergents. The Hair Yum collection is available now at HairYum.com. Take the challenge. Go vegan. Get Hair Yum at HairYum.com. That's H-A-I-R-Y-U-M.com. Your hair will thank you for it. All right. Thank you. I'm Ms. Tassi. We're on the podcast, and um, I'm so excited about our guest, Ms. Mikey. The multi-talented hostess, actress, music artist, businesswoman, and philanthropist. She's known as one of the most brilliant on-air personalities of her generation. She was raised in Missouri City, Texas, and like most superstars, her magnetic energy demanded the spotlight at a young age. As a student at the prominent Howard University, Mikey, Ms. Mikey sharpened her skills and earned a bachelor's degree of fine arts with a concentration in acting. Her God-given talents have allowed her to experience levels in the industry that most upcoming talents aspire to achieve. Musically, she's worked side-by-side with award-winning artists and renowned producers. Ms. Mikey was honored on Sunday, June 25th in Houston at the Dare to Aspire Houston Conference for her contributions in music and television. She is a proud member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. My soror, I'm so excited. All right, let me connect. Hi, Ms. Mikey. Hey, how are you doing, Tosie? 
Farrar. I am fabulous. I am fabulous. I'm so excited to talk with you. Yes, I know. I know. Likewise. Yeah, because, you know, last week, um, it just, you know, we're going to get into it, okay? So it was just so moving. I want to say thank you again and congratulations on, you know, being one of our honorees at Dare to Aspire Conference. Yes, I absolutely enjoyed the conference so much. Um, it was beautiful. It definitely was beautiful. There's so many talented women there, and I just had a great time connecting with everybody, and I was inspired listening to everybody's stories and, you know, um, sharing business cards and, and connecting with other women and plans to collaborate and help each other and support one another. So it was just a beautiful thing. It was very well put together. And I just want to say congratulations to you because I know that you started this in Atlanta. So to be able to have a successful event, like people don't really realize how much goes into putting on conferences and, you know, uh, especially city to city. So to do it in your city is one thing. Exactly. But to come to Houston and and have a successful turnout, and it was beautiful. Like, I just think that that was, that was really amazing. So congrats to you as well, Sora. Oh, thank you, Sora. Thank you. So much love. <laughs> thank you. So let's get started. <laughs> so share with us your, and I talked about briefly, you know, your, you went to Howard, but just your, your educational background and what prepared you, you know, for your work experience, your TV experience. I mean, well, um, I went to Howard University. I graduated with a bachelor's in fine arts. And, you know, um, a lot of people go to college and, uh, you know, they, they plan to work in the exact field, like right as soon as they graduate, you know, to, you know, to go on to do what they went to school for. And a lot of uh, my peers did, you know, travel to New York and L.A. to pursue Broadway and you know, stage productions and, you know, all of that. But I took, you know, I wasn't ready. I had a, a lot of traumatic things that happened back at home. My brother was killed my freshman year of college. So um, that really put oh, wow. a, a huge strain on my family and, you know, some personal things with my mom and, you know, stuff like that happened. So after graduating, I didn't, I wanted to come back home to Houston. So um, I didn't do that, but I did use my bachelor's in fine arts to, become an educator, like a teacher. So I started teaching, and I taught theater arts in HISD um, for about four to five years. And while I was doing that, of course, like, I'm like, well, how can I grind and still pursue, you know, my dreams of wanting to be a television personality, a singer, actress, like, wow, I'm stacking up some money as well. You know, teaching, they say teachers don't make a whole lot of money, which is true. I think it's a little underpaid for all of the workload. Um, but, you know, straight out of college, it was a nice little chunk of change for me, you know, and I was able to <laughs> use some of that to <laughs> use some of that to invest um, into my career. And that's kind of how things started popping off. Like, you know, it was it was really tiring. I remember going to work and then coming back and doing my music videos and putting them out and traveling to this event and that event to network and this city to this city to perform, you know, and to tour. Um, and it, it, it was a lot, but it ended up paying off. And I, I was able to get uh, the attention of execs at BET networks. And when they were looking for new hosts for 106 and Park, when they were um, switching things up with Terrence and Roxy, they, you know, I didn't even know that that was going on at that time. They contacted my manager and, you know, said that they wanted to fly me out for that. 
And I, you know, I from there, you know, everything just worked out the way God wanted it to work out, and I ended up becoming the host of one of six parks. So the rest is history. Wow. Okay. Well, you gave us um. I know everybody is like. You know, why? Because when you talk about it, it sounds so, like, matter of fact. But how, I mean, come on, we know even today so many people are dying, whether it's reality TV or just just to get on TV, just to be noticed. So you, right. you were a teacher, but, like, how did you tell us how you even got a manager and, and what you did or what you think you did to make 106 and Park, you know, recognize you? Well, actually, at that time, um, I was my ex husband actually did a lot of my um, my management, my video work, um, you know, all of that. So the team started out very small. It was it was, it was that, and um, eventually, like when you start when you start doing stuff and start getting noticed then people start coming to you, and so then we started yes. attracting. Of, of course, you know, you kind of have to be able to say you know, see through certain things, some certain people you're not going to connect with. But luckily we were able to find some people who were really interested in helping to join the team that we felt would be a good look um, that we ended up adding on there. Um, shout out to Wayne Anderson. He was, he became a manager at Roxelle. She became a great asset to the team. So, um, you know, there there's power in numbers and everybody believed in the vision and we all just kind of got together and of course our meetings and and just strategize and planning how we were going to you know take over and one of the biggest things um you know especially back then and with any new artist or is is being different like what sets you apart what makes you different than all the other singers or tv personalities or you know cupcake ladies or you know they're, they're out there and my thing That's at right. that time was was my mohawk like and and as as little yeah. as crazy as it might sound to some people like I knew for a fact that that was going to be something that people remembered um we're going to all of these different cities people see people perform all the time but they'll be like oh uh, you remember that chick with the mohawk? Oh yeah, like that's that's just something else for people to be able to say that chick with the mohawk. Or who is that? Like, and then you go do your research, and boom, it's Mikey. You know, so it just was, it just it just works, it just worked together. And I just thank God for such a great team. And it's always a great thing to have people believe in you. You know, it's 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 a it's a blessing. So that's kind of how that worked out. Wow, and I will say, I mean, you're gorgeous. Everybody, you know, head to MissMikey.com. Um, I love, and that's what I remember you from, funny enough, because I remember watching 106 and Park when it was on, and the Mohawk, you know, and everybody's <laughs> loving it. She, AKA, I think she's a Sora. So we were all yeah. watching, and I love that. I love that. How did you, what made you even do, uh, like, the Mohawk? Like, was it a style you did and it just caught on? <laughs> well, actually, um, I think that it was like I used to get this curly, this curly weave, and before I shaved the sides and all of that, like I wore, I wore that curly hair down. It was short. It was, it was really short, so it, like pulled out. It was kind of like a fro. And I just remember one day, like just pinning it up, and I was like, oh, like this might be something I could rock with. And, and over time, like the mohawk, like 
you know, it evolved. Like, it went from just a little baby something to this huge mega something and then the huge mega something with the shade size and the parts. It's just, you know, the colors changed. I went from black to brown to blonde to yeah. red. Like, I just kind of did it as, like, and um, it was pretty cool thing to watch also because I want to see some park. Um, I remember seeing so many other girls that would tag me with their mohawks and stay inspired by Miss Mikey. So I started up a page. I'm not even sure if it's still there on Instagram, but it was called the Mohawk Movement. Like, <laughs> I think Mohawk underscore movement oh, or something like that. Like, and I would tag, like, it had over, like, a hundred and something pictures of different chicks. So I was like, wow, this is it's a good thing to see. And it was exactly like mine. So I, I thought that that was cool. You know, a lot of people had negative stuff to say about it. But with that, you know, you take that as a grain of salt. Like, it's so many other people that enjoyed and loved it. And, and that's what I wanted to celebrate, the fact that I, I started something. And I didn't change it because people had negative things to say. That's something else with business and, and being in the game. Like, things that aren't normal, people aren't automatically going to gravitate to. Because everybody wants to be comfortable and wants to feel like they fit in with what everybody else is doing. Instead of, you know, so I didn't allow negative things to make me be like, oh, I'm going to change my mojo. I can go back to the long weave like everybody else is doing. Like, I just stayed in my lane, and it ended up paying off. And it ended up paying off. I love it. Wow. And time flies. We're going to keep rolling because, I mean, this is, you are spilling a lot of tea and a lot of gems. So, you know, I love this. I love it. Okay, so, you you know, you were 106 in Park, and we all remember that. But then 106 in Park ended. Tell yes. us, tell us what that was like. Like, what did you do? Share that. Um, all of that came as a surprise, honestly. Like, I, you know, I remember that being like a really devastating time as well. Like, because of how it played out, how it happened. Like, me, Paige, and Shorty. Like, we we just one day we're used to you know, a flow of things, like we're coming, we get the scripts, but, you know, for the day or for the week and stuff like that, have our team meetings, and it just turned out to, they would throw other people on the show and be like, hey, you're good for today, like, you know, we're just trying things that we, you know, they didn't just come out and tell us right away, so we're watching those people on the show, and we're just like, yo, like, this is not a good look, okay, one day is cool, but then, like, the next day with somebody else, you know, then the next day with somebody else will bow, and we're just kind of like, you know, hitting them up like, yo, what's going on? Like, and then it started to be chicks with bow, so we're like, okay, now something is not, something not adding up because it's not just you throwing a couple people on the show now. It looked like y'all are trying to switch some things up, so that was a very difficult time because we were not sure what was going on. We were just as lost as everybody else, honestly. Like, and all we had was each other, wow. Shorty P you know, hitting each other up, like, what's going on? Like, it was kind of embarrassing. It just was, it was, it, it was what it was. But, um, you know, after that situation, um, I started up, that's, you know, how I started up the very first, and it's, it's definitely your girl. I started up the very first Instagram show. We decided to make it professional. It was professionally shot, like, where I was, spilling the tea on everything that was hot and that was going on. And it it, it was called the tea. And uh, that was like a huge thing. And now I see a lot of shows and stuff like that on Instagram. But I even, I did an, inter- an interview with CNN, something to post about it. You can go Google and it'll tell you that, you know, it, it was us that started that up. So we're all just about moving forward, you know, when things like that happen. And that was a blessing, us starting that up, because we didn't, I didn't want to let that stop me from working, 
you know, so that led to Russell Simmons, you know, and um, Steve Rifkin taking notice, and they were starting up their company in L.A., All Dip Digital. They signed a deal with me and had me, you know, I moved to L.A., and I became their first talk show host on All Dip Digital, and they basically took my show, The T, and made it into, developed it and made it into a bigger show. They changed the name to The Drop, but they added that on, you know, for their show, so I was able to move and you know, branch off and do that as well. So one thing led to another, and I just kept it moving, and things just kept flowing. So I was able to live in New York for a little bit and experience what I did, which I'm very thankful for the opportunity again with 106 and Park. Like, you know, at that time, it's a very disturbing thing. It's uncomfortable, but you got to take the good with the bad. Like, I met so many amazing people. The experience was incredible, and you know, it led me to L.A., which I love L.A. I'm going to L.A. this weekend. I have a booking out there for Project Rehab, my new movement and everything. So I'm excited. Wow. Wow. I mean, you know, when we used to watch the show, and a lot of people listen to this podcast because it's recorded and the link is sent everywhere. Um, but when we used to watch Phone Six and Park and we saw, like, different people bow wow, you know, we just thought sitting at home that, oh, okay, they just, you know, she's on vacation. They just want to, you know, want to stay right. in a, a spot. We never knew this was going on, you yeah, know. that's what wow. was going on. So when they – <laughs> wow, you know, that's why I always tell people. People companies and people can switch the stuff up in a heartbeat. So now did this and we're gonna talk about your addiction, but did this play into like any problems in your marriage, um into the addiction? Let's talk about that, how that all happened, your the alcohol say that, addiction. Say that one more time. I'm sorry. I had a call Share coming in on the other story. line. Oh, that's fine. We live radio. We just roll with it. <laughs> so, like, it was so I was saying, talking. yes. No, I said that all this, you know, the drama with 106 and Park, you moving, did all these things contribute to you um, and your, you know, beginning your addiction, the fail of your marriage? Like, what happened? Um, I definitely wouldn't say that they had anything to do with the fail of the marriage or anything like that. Like that just was what it was. Um, and uh, but as far as addiction wise, like I would say, like being in the industry, like that kind of um contributed to the alcoholism because um. Uh, you know, just that type of lifestyle, You're, I'm getting, you know, bookings all the time. And with those bookings, of course, they chunk you some money. You know, they, they have you fly out to host their, their venues and these bottles. And, you know, they have you bring your friends. And it's just that turn-up lifestyle. And then, you know, that was constant. That was like a constant thing. So, you know, it was a lot of drinking and partying and turning up. And, I mean, that just kind of is the thing you to do, you know, when when – you know, when things are moving like that. And so that type of lifestyle, like, it becomes addictive because there's something is a part of the job. I'm not saying you have to drink, but I'm like, you know, you're getting paid to go party, basically. So it just turned into a party type of lifestyle. And um, that turned into, you know, your my body, you know, being used to having alcohol in my system so much that, Shoot, it, it became a, shoot, let me go to the grocery store, get some groceries, and shoot out, throw a cup, bottle of wine in there or something. So on weekends, if I'm at the house working, you know, I'm pouring up some wine while I'm knocking out some work, and then 
you know, with my addictive, like, with knowing what the addiction is and understanding it now, like, <laughs> that made my body crave it even more. So after working and having some wine, then, you know, by that time, I'm a little zooted. So I'm hitting up my friends to figure out what's going on for the evening. Let's go turn up and drink some more. So all of that just goes hand in hand. So, yeah. Mm, wow. Wow. Now, how did you first realize that or how did you know? Because a lot of people, you know, around the world suffer with all kind of addictions, right? No judgment. Yes. We just suffer with it might be food, you're eating too much, you know, smoking. Yes. But how did you know? How did you know you had a drinking problem? Like, what was your wake up call? Um, I kind of knew. I mean, for a, for a couple of years, like even through all of that, like I didn't consider it a problem. Because it wasn't a problem. It wasn't really anything negative that was consequences from that. You know, it just was, you know, I would wake up with a, with a couple of hangovers here and there. You know, that would be, like, the worst. Or, like, might not, you know, might have got into it with somebody, you know, at an event or something like that. But that was small, like. But I'm saying when things started to become bigger issues, like, you know, wrecking a car or, you know, mm. um just things of that nature, like when things become bigger issues, like that's when it becomes a problem. So, I mean, and, you know, with dealing with not being happy, like, you know, after moving back from L.A. to moving back to Houston and just life constantly changing, a lot of people don't understand, like, that's a lot of wear and tear on your body, that lifestyle. Getting booking, like, people look at it and say, oh, it's so much fun. She gets to get her makeup done, her hair done, and fly here, 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 and all of that, like, which is all cool, but that's a job also, like, you you got to think about it, going to get your makeup done, you sitting in the chair for an hour, and you got to do your hair, and then you got to hurry up and pack up, and you got to prepare whatever speech or whatever you're doing, and hop on a flight, and you're traveling for, you know, two hours, and then you got to get the Uber, but to the whole, like, it's a lot, like, and a lot of that, it's you a know, lot. with that, it's a lot. with that comes, comes a lot, a lot of stress, too, because you got to make deadlines, and then you got to be perfect, and you got to post this, you got to make sure you do it, like, it's a, it's a lot. So it's, it is fun, it's a blessing, but it's not just all fun like people think it is. And so, you know, it's known. That's why people start drinking and drugs, like, because that kind of, like, calms you down some, some. So that was something else that I would be like, man, oh, my God, I'm stressed out right now. Like, let me just let me just give me a, a shot of, of this, and which it would calm me down, you know, <laughs> for a little bit. But um, you know, then it then it just led to a whole bunch of other stuff. So, yeah. Wow, and you're so right. I mean, people see, oh, look at Miss Mikey. She looks so pretty. Her hair, but it's even conferences. I mean, going to the city, booking speakers, audit. I mean, that stuff wears you. Traveling wears you down. Even though you're on a plane, yes. even first class, who cares? It is a lot. People don't. There's a lot yeah. of pressure. A lot. Yeah, it so is. I totally it is. understand. I totally. Wow. We are chatting with Miss Mikey, TV personality, recording artist, just about her experiences. Now, I was so happy at the conference when you said, "I'm an alcoholic," but now, you know, I'm. I started this project rehab. Talk about mm-hmm. that. What that is, um, you know. Share share with us about that. Well, um, from experiencing so many different losses, um, from uh, being, you know, subject to that, and um, I, I decided,
excited to check myself into a rehab facility after so much um, and, and being in such a dark place. And, whew, man, I don't even want to want to go back there too much. But after a rehab, which I ran from the idea for so long, um, it totally changed my life. It totally, totally changed my life, and that's exactly what I needed. I, I needed that. And um, it was not that bad. It's not a bad thing. Like a lot of people look at rehab and, might be embarrassed about it, but, you know, I, I was blessed to have such an amazing facility. Um, it was the park, um, Memorial Hermann in Houston, Texas, but it was luxury, like, and I learned so much. I didn't know that, you know, it's like people expect you to know this, but I didn't know that that was a disease. Like, you know, I'm mad at myself because I'm like, why the hell? I'm seeing all of this negative stuff happen. Why can't I just stop, like, and that's what a lot of people look at. Why can't that person just stop? Man, they be tripping. Like, why do they keep drinking? Or why do they, man, that person's on drugs, man? They, like, they need help. Like, there's something that you need. You need help, and it's difficult to to do it on your own. Like, also because your body is it's it's all in our body, our genetic makeup. You know, so there's just like somebody being insensitive to somebody who has cancer or diabetes or, you know, their disease is, is not really just something that, you know, causes a lot of hoopla like ours, however, but it's it's still a disease. Like, and it's still something that um that people need to be a little bit more sensitive about. And since I've come out of it, I want to spread awareness about it, and I kind of want to make sobriety cool. Like, I want to educate people about it so people aren't looking at people sideways who have this problem. You need to help them out, like, and I will. I want to start helping people out with that. Like, let me show you that this is where I was. I'm going to be very open and, and honest about it because there's so many thousands that are experienced. And so, like, you know, I, I just want to kind of help people out with that. So I started a project rehab. I have a website for it. Um, I'm featuring people weekly with their weekly testimonials um, about the, their, their specific addiction and coming out of it. And I share my story as well. I have the merchandise, which is really cool and a fun way to flaunt sobriety, and um, I'm tag- I'm teaming up. I'm- I've been back and forth talking to the park, the place that saved my life, and we have some pretty cool things that we're going to be collaborating on as far as Project Rehab and the park, so stay tuned for that as well, but this season of my life is all about giving back, and God bless me, so who am I to keep that inside? I got to share it. I got to share it, and I got to try to help as many people as I can. Wow, that is so amazing and and inspiring, you know. Now, with the project, I've been a lot of people, you know, everybody talks about rehab, you know, that like you said, it's like, uh, you know, but do they, like, can you share, like, do they just say, do they just make you stop, like, no more alcohol? Like, can you share anything about what the treatment is like? I know you can't go into real detail, detail. But oh, that's no, like I high can, level. I can. I can, and I'm actually um, I'm opening up my website. I'm I'm adding that tab on there, like um, an informational tab, so that people can understand um, more about everything. So that should be up on the site later on this week. But basically, you know, you have to start off with a detox. They don't just send you in there and you know you're in your room and you just start mingling with people. Like it's a very intense thing. You have medication that you have to take um, for a couple of days. I was in one area with other people that had just gotten there, like they're weaning you off of, you know, and some people react differently with being weaned off of drugs and alcohol. It was people that were having seizures because their body was in such shock 
from stopping, mm. you know, um, uh, really, really sick, vomiting, throwing up, like sweating, all of that type of stuff. All of those are, are symptoms from that. Um, I luckily, I you know, as bad as I thought that mine was, you know, with alcohol, I didn't experience all of that, but, you know, it's it's a total change with your mind, like your brain. Um, it, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But for I, I detoxed for about three to five days, and once they see that your levels are back to stable, you know, kind of normalized, and they send you down to another area, and that's when you get to, you know, live with um, others or get, get yourself a roommate and the classes and all of that start. And, you know, that, that's, the, that's the kind of process it is, but it's, it's – they have, they have wow. you busy. You definitely go to your, your classes, and, you know, they feed you very well. Uh, you have some chill time, some time for yourself where you're able to go to the gift shop and shop and, you know, kind of till you have specific times where you can call loved ones at specific times. Uh, I think Sundays it was where we were allowed visitors because, you know, you can't bring your cell phone and stuff like that. But, yeah, this was an amazing experience. And, and while you're there, like, you don't really have no choice but to just – Oh, and another very important part is the fact that just with with the classes, like they they uh, have you a counselor, like a therapist, a psychiatrist, like all of that. Like so, you're able to one on one with these people and really get to the core of your issue because a lot of people are become addicts because of things that are happening in their life. You know, from you know, like my brother being killed, that was tragic. Like, and yeah, like I was in college at that time, so that's that's a part of the time when drinking started because you know you drink to to take pain away, and until like the drinking can can what's the word I'm looking for contributes to you know more pain. But it's just it, it's a crazy thing, and it's just something that. I just want to be able to travel and, and spread awareness about. So I'm very proud and happy about Project Rehab and the direction that it's going. The feedback has been amazing. Um, there's so many people that are hitting me up with DMs about um, thanking me about being so honest and talking about how, you know, their story and I'm, I'm helping them through it, giving them advice or asking me for advice. And I'm even asking them for some advice and some things because this is a, it's going to be a lifetime, a lifetime battle, but it's something that I've set my mind to. And I'm, I'm, I'm one day at a time and I'm never looking back. Never looking back. I love it. Now, a lot of people are probably going to be sitting at home and saying, you know, how much this costs? You know, I'm in the hood. Yeah. So I can, I'm, you know, I, I want to, you know, I have a problem, but I got to pay bills and work. So right. can you give us a ballpark about how much rehab would cost somebody? Or an um, estimate? I mean, man, that, that was, that's something else. Also, there's different facilities depending on what you have going on. There's, there's rehab oh, facilities okay. for, you know, if, if, if money is kind of tight, uh, they they have different programs designed for for those. It's something for everybody, basically. So with doing oh. your research um, and calling around, and, and those people working there are so open to to help point you in the right direction because they're so happy that people are calling to get help. So it's something out there for everybody. So I, I just would suggest wow. taking that step and 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 making those calls to get yourself some help. To get yourself some help. There's something out there for everybody. Now, Miss Mikey, what is life like now? Because one thing that stuck with me also at Dare to Aspire Conference is Latavia said, 
the team, you know, she wished she had a good team around her. And, you know, the people that you surround yourself, you know, if they're all drinking, even though you're not drinking, it can have an, an impact. So what is life right. like for you now and your team, the people you keep around you? Man, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed with my significant other. Also, he, um, while I was going through all of this, he hasn't had a drink in over six months as well. When I decided to, to that, you know, when he's seen that this was a problem, I take myself into rehab or whatever, like he has made a vow. He's not doing it either, you know, because he, he, wow. he wanted to definitely support what I have going on. And even when it's events or things to where, you know, we go out and I'm like, you know, babe, I'm cool. Like, I'm cool. Like, you you know, do what you're doing. He's just like, nah, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. That's what we're on. So um, that's definitely, definitely a great thing to have support and people that are um, on the same page with you. And, you know, my team is all very supportive as well. Like, and my friends are supportive, but, some some of them are kind of reluctant with drinking around me, but I I, I tell them like it's, this is my battle. Like everybody that I'm around can't, you know, I don't want people to feel like they all have to change what they're doing because again, our genetic makeup is different. You can drink a couple and then just be cool. I can't. I can't. So you know, I still want to be able to be social, and I'm still having these events. Like I have a booking in LA for Project Rehab release party. It's at a club. But instead of having bottles to my section, my new thing is my water. Like, they bringing out the water with the sparklers. So I'm still celebrating, but I'm just celebrating sober. <laughs> celebrating sober and still having just as much fun. But life is amazing. So when I say I remember listening to people at rehab when they were coming in sharing their testimonies, like, I've been sober for six months now or one year, and life is just, I would hear that and be like, yeah, 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 like, you know, but it's so true. <laughs> My mom used to tell me, Mikey, baby, because I come to her crying, something else that happened, you just got to stop drinking, baby. You got to stop drinking. Your whole life is going to change, and I would hear that, you know, but it really, really has relationship. It's amazing. My business is, you know, flourishing, my personal, my health. Just I wake up happier. Like I have, you know, I, I just have so much more energy. I'm so positive. I, I have myself back. I got myself back. Like I fought to get this woman back and I'm back and I'm better. So, you know, I'm this is the the the, the best I've ever felt in my life. I can't lie to you. Everything is going so amazing in in, in every aspect. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm truly wow, glad. I love it. I love it. We got to sh- give your significant other a, a round of applause <laughs> you know, for doing that, you know. Shout out to him, you know, because, yes. again, that, that's really, really nice. You know, that's really, really nice. Now, in terms of just, I know you mentioned your mom. Who else, like, inspires you, like, on a day-to-day? I would say... Um, I mean, I I have to ins- I have to do this myself. I can't lie to you. Like, and I inspire me. Like every day that I wake up feeling better, feeling healthier, things are getting done, things are working out. God continues to bless me with different things. Like that's inspiring. I'm like, wow. Like this is the life that I've always wanted. So I got to continue this. I got to continue, um, you know, doing well, being healthy, doing well by others. And, you know, with the addiction, it causes you to kind of like, you know, pull some little moves and become this totally different person. People look at you like that's who that person is, and it's really not. It's really the addiction and the alcohol, all of that stuff in their body. It just jurors your, 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 your mind and has you do like a whole lot of crazy stuff. So, I mean, 
Yeah, mm. I inspire me daily, and, and seeing how, how God is, is blessing me, it just it, it continues to help me keep pushing in the right direction. Yeah, you seem really happy now. Now, is your significant other, is he in the music business as well? Oh, no, he's not in the music business, but he is a powerful, dynamic, motivational speaker. Um, he is amazing at what he does. God has really given him that gift, and um, he's working on that. He's actually booked in L.A. as well to um, speak at a conference while I go. So that that alone, you know, helps to inspire me also because I have somebody in, in, in the house that is anointed to be able to heal with words. That's and, right. So ha- having that as a backbone and as my man and my support also goes goes a long way. So he's not in the music in the industry as as much as he likes to sing and act, think he could sing, girl. Like <laughs> he likes he plays he plays he plays, it. but. Yeah. I love it. You seem so, oh, you're so happy, Miss Mikey. Now, Sorrel, you are, a lot of people might not know this, but you're a recording artist. I mean, you're, you sing. Yes. Like, share, we've talked about Project Rehab and, and just sobriety, but share about your music side. Well, yeah, that's how everything started. Like, um, I was telling you in the beginning, I, once I graduated and I came back, I, I that's what I was doing, my music, while I was teaching, like, I was, um, recording my little remixes and putting out my my albums, my EPs, and making my music videos for it and putting it out there, and it's that started becoming um, something that was getting recognition, and that started to grow, and I was able to put on my own independent Ten City tour and travel around, and you know I had my own lane with that. So when once One Hundred Six and Park started, it kind of went from music to t- TV host. So music kind of got the back burner mm-hmm. a little bit because I was focusing on that. And then from there, it was the tease and the drop, you know, with Russell Simmons. And so music has always been something that has still been there. So with, with after the rehab situation, like, you know, um, I was before that, like I had started recording another EP. And that's out. That's available right now. My rehab EP is available on MissMikeyWorld.com. So I'm doing it all. I'm still doing I'm living my dream. Um, great relationship, business is moving, uh, project rehab, my, my EP is out. Um, I just got a couple of people hitting me up today talking about how they love it. And I think that it's my best body of work ever. Like, I did it sober. I did it from the heart. Like, I just, you know, really put my all into it. I remember crying some nights in the studio and using that um, that passion, that feeling, to go into the booth and really push out some records, and it turned out amazing. So definitely, you guys check that out. My EP rehab it's available on all music outlets, um, everywhere. So oh, you can definitely. Google, type, definitely type in this mic rehab. Yep. Yes, it is you available. Definitely check it out. Yeah. Now, do you think you'll do TV again in the future? Like, do you think you'll ever do like TV again? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, we have some things in the work now. I just, I'm very p- careful. So I'm not gonna say picky. I'll say selective. I'm very selective with, with the, with the things that I'm stamping my, my brand and, and my name to now. So I'm not just gonna just be doing everything just because it was an opportunity handed to me, and I suggest that for everybody. Um, you know, of course, everybody gonna do what they want to do, and people use different opportunities for different reasons. But right now, in this season of my life, I'm 
you know, everything got to be clean. I don't want to be around a lot of drinking and craziness and all of that. Like, I'm just, I'm over that. I'm totally over that. So I'm, I got some things that I'm working on um, and my team is working on and we're developing. So definitely, definitely more, t- more TV and film in the near future. Awesome. And, you know, I got to ask you this. You did the cutest videos for the Dare to Aspire, the clips. Did you do those yourself yes. or was it somebody in your team? Because you are talented. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny because to me, like, that's, I do those myself. Like, I just get little clips. I record, like, everywhere that I go, I record. And then I I have an app that's called Splice, and that's my new thing. Like, I'll record, and then I'll, I'll put, put all the clips into my app, and then I'll just chop up, like, a little overview of, you know, of where I've been or, you know, from trips to personal things to you know, I just did a date night one with me and my boyfriend. It's just my new little thing. So it's nothing fancy. <laughs> it's nothing fancy. But oh, wow. I, I loved it. See. And you said it's called Splice, yes. S-P-L-I-C. Oh, I loved it. Yep. You can do that. You can put your music behind it, and it allows you to chop it up, you know, how you want to. So that's just something that I like to do for fun, really. Oh, thank you, because you've seen we've been reposting. And then there's one of you with Every Day We Lit. Every day we live. And I was like, oh, my God, I love that. I was going to repost that, too. Wow. Well, we have, like, two minutes left. So I just wanted to end with what advice do you have for young girls or, or women, you know, trying to make it in the music business or even TV? Like, what advice, like, things that you've learned from your BT, the drop, like, what advice do you have? My advice would be to stay grounded, you know, um, and don't let um, looking at or don't don't compare yourself to others. You know what you think is is glamour and and lit, like you just said. Like it's, it's really not. Like a lot of people looked at me back then, like, oh man, she must got it really going on. I'm pretty sure it's a lot of people that looked up to me, but I had so so yes. much going on, and I wasn't really happy. So don't compare yourself. Everybody's going through something. Don't look at the next person and say, oh, they're so much better than me, and it's missing you up, throwing you off your game. The time that you're spending looking at somebody else's life and and, and what they got going on, you could be using to advance yourself and, and boost your career and get yourself to the next level. So definitely no comparing. Stay grounded. Um, follow it's consistency and persistence is so important. You can't get, um, you know, down and think, oh, because, you know, things aren't moving like how I think they should be moving right now. I'm just going to stop. Maybe I should do something else. Now, find your niche, what you want to do, and do not stop. You got to keep going. You got to keep going. You got to just keep moving forward. A great team is is something that's vital, and that's going to come over time. You can't just jump on with anybody that says that they want to, you know, because people have motives. Everybody want to, you know, not everybody really wants to be a part of your team because they genuinely believe in what's going on. It could be a monetary reason why, you know, that they want to jump on because they think it's right. a benefit with them. So you just got to be careful with that and just 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 enjoy every moment. Like I'm learning right now, even when stressful things happen with, you know, and, and when I say stressful, like things aren't place exactly right like instead of freaking out and going to get a shot or oh my god like it's such a big deal like no it's not like this is just a part of life like everybody is grinding like and everything is not going to be perfect like you got to enjoy smile laugh through it you um I was watching tv um 
not too long ago, and Neo said, you live or you learn. You never lose. So I thought that that was dope. That was something that I wrote down. I write down little quotes that I like from, from time to time. But you live or you learn. I mean, you yeah, you, you live or you learn. You, you, you don't love it. Don't, you, yeah, you don't lose. Love it, love it. You don't lose. Wow, Miss Mikey, well, time is up. And I want to say thank you so much for being on the show. Um, I can't wait to follow your journey. I know you have great things in store for you. So thank you so yes. much. Thank you, and you have a great day. Thanks. Bye. Bye.